0: how you doing it's election day Are you going to go boat I hope so it'll be mostly sunny at eighty two today so not, not any weather problems and uh, not any traffic problems right now. Good morning. It is the seventh of November i just i i, I marvel at saying November <laughs> at this point, i really do and it's actually it feels like it's six o six right i i'm gonna tell you up front here I like this time of year, and I know that if anybody wants to I know I'm in the minority, That most people, if they want to freeze the time, they want to freeze it where there's daylight until 9 p.m., but I'm not most people. I tend to zig when people zag. You know, I kind of go the other direction. <laughs> and I just love the fact that it's uh, lighter earlier, like God intended it, so you get yourself up, go milk a cow. And darker earlier so you can go to bed at a respectable hour instead of staying up till midnight. <laughs> That's the way God intended it anyway oh I know i i I know a lot of people they prefer to have the evening hours after work where they can do it, but i Not me. I like it this time of year. So, anyway, good morning. It is Election Day, and I'm already getting people, can you explain what we're voting on in San Antonio? Well, I have. I've gone through it. I've gone through the propositions. I've told you the ones that I'm for, primarily three and four. Vote yes on one for property rights, but I do believe in three and four very strongly. And the rest of them, I'm an O. And I just think a lot of that had had to do with a special interest in uh, negotiating to get number four done, which is the increase uh, from 40000 to 100000 on the homestead exemption. A lot of horse trading uh, that went on. So on my way to the polls as an election judge, good morning. Well, good morning to you, and thank you for that service. That is a wonderful service, and I always say on election day, treat the judges at those polls with respect. All of our listeners do. You guys are great. Uh, I have just a wonderful group of ladies where I go, and they work very hard, and I always vote early, and they work very, very hard, and they are just wonderful to be around. And uh, they're there doing it because they love it. They're doing it because they love the country. So all the polling judges uh, and everybody else involved today, thank you for your hard work, and God bless what you're doing. Okay, more on that coming up. Uh, But I I do want to dive into some of the news today, and I I am going to keep the phones open at 210-599-5555 because, 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 I want to hear what you have to say about some of this stuff. And I'm just going to start top of my stack you know, I've railed against CRT being hammered into kids' heads. Critical race theory. And to sum it up, critical race theory basically teaches that white kids are horrible people just because they were born white. That's basically it. White privilege, white this and white that, and white supremacy this and white supremacy that and da da all, all this other stuff that they're teaching little bitty kids in school. And school these days has become nothing more than a, yes, of course, an indoctrination center. So the schools that are teaching CRT, and they're not supposed to in Texas, but schools have had meetings and school districts have had meetings about how to get around that law so they can teach it anyway. They're teaching kids to hate kids just because they're white kids. Now. Now. Why do I start the show with this? Well, Steven Crowder, who's a blogger and a podcaster, allegedly, underlined that word, got his hands on some of the manifesto from the Nashville shooter. I say allegedly because everybody in Nashville is like, oh, my God. oh we're going to investigate. We're going to try to find out. They have tried to hide this manifesto, but not just the manifesto. Police said they found 20 journals, 5 laptops, a suicide note, various other notes written by the shooter. At the house, she shared with her parents she was acting like a boy. Two memoirs, 5 Covenant School yearbooks, 7 cell phones. Among the written pieces concerning the manifesto, the manifesto, kill those kids, those crackers, Going to those private fancy schools with those fancy khakis and sports backpacks with their daddy's Mustangs and convertibles. I wish to shoot you weak ass blank, a D word for a male anatomy. With your mop yellow hair, I want to kill you little crackers. Bunch of little, um, the F word for gay people. <laughs> this is something I can't even say this stuff on the radio. And your white privilege. I want to kill you with your white privilege. I hope I have a, a high death count. Death day begins at 7 a.m., ends at 12.37 p.m. with time to die. I hope I have a high death count ready to die. Ha, 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 ha. Now, what this shows is somebody who has been taught over and over again that white people are horrible people just because their skin is white. Obviously, that's what this person. And, by the way, this shooter was white. So, the racism against white people now you know why if in fact this turns out to be the actual writings and and nobody's denying that it's the actual writings that's what's interesting about this well we got to find out how that got out nashville mayor launching an investigation into how the images from the shooter's manifesto were released nashville mayor mayor freddie o'connell no the real investigation is why is the government covering this up now we know now we know why the government Along with the FBI, have been hiding this, because that whole thing about white supremacy is ruling the world, and all that we gotta get rid of white supremacy and all. No, hey, listen, the same, What I have been saying all along about teaching children to hate each other based on their skin color, this is what you get. This is what you get right here. And this Nashville shooter is not the only one. We have seen other mass shootings or spree killings, whatever you want to call it, performed by black people against white people, and they cover that up. They won't even talk about that. This is what you get when you step out of bounds and you say, I'm not going to teach reading, writing, and arithmetic. These people remember. These people, these kids that they are graduated today, they can't add. They can't form a coherent sentence. They can't write a paper. But by God, they sure can hate white people. Because that's what they're being taught. Don't believe me? Okay. How about this? California. California's Bay Area. They're launching an initiative to train over 100 students to become critical race theory activists. It's going to cost the school district a ton of money to do this. To train students to become left-wing activists, which aims to, quote, interrupt systemic racism and calls on allies to become co-conspirators. I'm reading from their materials. Interrupt systemic racism. Do you think possibly that's what the Nashville shooter was attempting to do? By going in and killing those crackers, got to kill those white kids? Do you think maybe that's interrupt systemic racism? We have systemic racism here in this country because that's what she was taught. Now I got to go kill those crackers, those cracker kids with their Mustangs. In California, this uh, program will empower and mobilize students as catalysts for change through an anti-racist leadership youth movement. This sounds exactly like what the, the shooter in Nashville would have been exposed to. Developing skills and tools to disrupt systemic racism within their schools, their communities, and the larger society. The program also promises to help students think about the social, cultural, and political aspects of their experience with a focus on race and urging adults to co-conspire with the students to eliminate white supremacy. Full-day seminars with students. One student endorsing the program after going through it said, my anti-racism work with Dr. Watson has been the most valuable lesson I've ever learned. Being white... There is no such privilege that I have that I was aware of before participating in these important conversations with Dr. Watson. This person who is endorsing this program is a white person, as was the shooter in Nashville. And now, this white person hates white people. Another testimony, I sit with only white people at lunch. I hang out with only white people outside of the school. I play sports dominated by white people. I know this is bad. I just don't know how to change it. Well... Well, the school system teaches you how to disrupt and dismantle the inherently racist educational system. Tie that with what happened allegedly in Nashville. This looked like a hit job on white children, by a white person, by the way, in Nashville. And if this is true, this really is the manifesto. And again, none of the authorities in Nashville or the FBI are saying that it's not. Their question is, how did Crowder get it? How did he get his hands on it? They're not saying, well, no, that didn't come from the, don't worry, that's not what the, no. And and the real question is that we continue to ask on this show, I don't know what the other shows are doing, but this show, why won't you release it? And now we know why. Now I know why. This is a damning of what they're teaching kids in school. They're not teaching them. We already know. We had the story from Oregon, from Portland, Oregon, last week, where they are not holding kids accountable anymore. They don't have to prove that they can read, write, or add. They don't have to prove that anymore to graduate high school in Portland, Oregon. They don't have to prove that anymore. They've removed those requirements. As long as you know critical race theory. As long as you know about white supremacy, then you can graduate. If you don't know 2 plus 2, well, they don't care. If you can't write a sentence with the periods and the commas and the colons and the semicolons and all that stuff where it belongs, they don't care. But do you know how to hate white people? Ah, now we've done our job. Ha ha, we've done it. If we've exposed you to white supremacy and CRT. So that's what I believe. By the way, I think YouTube believes it, too, because they took down Crowder's posts with the stuff on there. YouTube removed it. Well, why? Because it's a politically motivated cover-up. That's why. This whole thing from the very beginning, when this person walked in and killed those kids at that school – That the the politically motivated cover up began right then and there. You do remember, right after the shooting happened, that they were saying we're going to. In fact, the Covenant shooting was a tragedy beyond comprehension, and Tennesseans need clarity. We've been in touch with the Nashville Police Department, and today Chief Drake assured me that documents and information regarding the shooter will be released to the public very soon. That was the governor. Bill Lee back April 27, well, guess what? That information was squirreled away, hidden from the public view. All kinds of media out, uh, sources have been filing freedom of information requests with the folks from the police department to the FBI to release the manifesto, and they have covered it up. Well, well now we know why. This person, a white person, targeted white people because she hated white kids. Where did she learn to hate white kids? two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's election day Trey Ware, KTSA.
1: Summer is over, and now we're... To KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at ktsa.com. All right,
0: 522 now at KTSA, 522-210-599-5555, 210 599 we are a month now into the Israel and Hamas war. The Hamas devils uh, attacked Israelis trying to kill Jews. And that has sparked a worldwide outrage to kill the Jews. You know, uh, they went to the White House to face the White House. Why they're not all in jail now. I mean, I'm OK with them peacefully protesting redress grievances. That's what it says in the Constitution. And the people in our government should make these people live by the Constitution. You can peacefully, the minute you start climbing gates and spray painting F Joe Biden and the other stuff that they painted on the walls there around the White House, guess what? You're not peacefully protesting anymore. You need to go to prison. These people need to be locked up. Well, first of all, the ones who are here on overstayed visa or here illegally need to be kicked out of this country. If you are a a sympathizer with Hamas, you need to be kicked out of the country. Bottom line. And you're not allowed to deface property and do a BLM trick. That's why I told you when these people started this, they're nothing but BLM holdovers doing the same thing. What they do? They climbed up on statues. Mr. Lafayette, who, by the way, you wouldn't have a country without Lafayette. You wouldn't have country. He came here and he saved the revolution. And they climbed up and defaced his statue. And uh, m- numerous statues uh, in D.C., Kick them all out. Throw them all in. Throw the rest of them in jail. Quit coddling these people. Stop it right now. Now, it's kind of interesting to me, and this gets a little bit into conspiracy theory land. So, if those of you are concerned about that, just don't pay attention for the next couple of minutes because this gets a little bit into conspiracy land. Why? Why is the CIA now? getting involved in saying, Israel needs to uh, do a ceasefire. I- Israel needs to... Yeah, 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 yeah. The CIA director, Bill Burns, arrived in Israel trying to twist the arm of Benjamin Netanyahu to get him to stop. Why does the CIA care? It's not their business. The Central Intelligence Agency? Unless, of course... It is their business. This is the conspiracy area. You know, like foreign wars that the CIA... Oh, you remember Vietnam very well, don't you? Yeah. You remember the CIA's activity and the stuff like this and how they... Oh, never, ever worked to overthrow a government. No. How they never were involved in foreign actions and foreign wars. No, not our CIA. How they never were had anything to say or do with the assassination of a president. No, that wouldn't happen. No. I'm just interested. I, I'm just curious as to why the CIA would be stepping up and calling for a ceasefire. Could it be that they knew about this or had something to do with it, and Netanyahu <laughs> surprised them by kicking butt and taking names, and they're like, oh, no, it wasn't
2: supposed to go this way. Stop. Stop.
0: I don't know. The Indianapolis Metro- Metropolitan Police Department says woman is in custody after allegedly driving her car into a building that she thought was a Jewish school over the weekend in Indianapolis. She told him she was watching the news coverage of the Israel-Hamas uh, war on television and was offended by the Hebrew-Israelite symbol on the outside of the building, so she got in her car and drove down there and drove it through the school, apparently ad- allegedly hoping to kill some people. She said she did it for her people back home in Palestine. 69-year-old Paul Kessler's dead. In Thousand Oaks, California, Kessler is an Israel supporter. Knocked on the head by one of these pro-Hamas, you know, people that supports pro-Hamas and the murders. Knocked him on top of the head with a uh, one of those bullhorns. Knocked him to the ground, hit his head, and died. Oh, no arrests at all. No arrests at all have been made. Mr. Kessler, 69 years old and dead. But don't worry, because these protesters are just peaceful people. When they paint the White House or destroy statues or kill 69-year-old men or drive their cars into children's Jewish schools, that's just peaceful protesting. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA.
2: ABC Tomorrow. It's country music.
0: It's also one month into the Israeli Hamas War. Mostly sunny today, right around 82. And with it being Election Day, you can get a sample ballot for Bear County online. Just go to, well, you can Google sample ballot Bear County. <laughs> That's hard. And it comes up and it goes through the propositions. I've already gone through the ones that, you know, I believe in. The rest of them are a no uh, for me. You know, you got to make your own decision. I people are asking me about the trickery and the questions. Are they really getting you to say yes if you say no? I didn't see that in any of them. But read it. Read it for yourself. The rest of it, why, why I've been telling you I haven't been able to get into it on the radio is because it's like mayor of Converse, mayor of Holotus, money for Helotus Street, you know, those kind of things. And that's stuff that you in those areas need to focus on, pay attention to, and what you need to do uh, in those areas, okay? But that's uh, available, and the poll's open at 7. Just in case you wanted to know, most people in Bear County don't vote, so <laughs> I'm moving on. <laughs> I got other stuff to talk about because most people in Bear County are like, I'm not going to vote. Okay, ABC host George Snuffleupagus and Jonathan Carl, panicking now, panicking. And I got a video up, KTSA.com. Why the panic? Democrats are panicking. They're all upset. Democrats are, oh, what's going on? Joe Biden's polls are terrible, in fact. From ABC, and I love having ABC on my station. I really do. You guys know my love for ABC. is just amazing because I think they're so forthright. I think they're so honest in their reporting. I think they don't have a political agenda at all. Hey, take it easy
1: there, fanboy.
0: has nothing to do with you. You're not ABC.
3: What's in your coffee?
0: Uh, yeah, and can we have some? Sure. Hell yeah. Was Was I a little over the top? are you thinking I'm being a little expressive? You know what it is. You know what it is.
1: Freaking cocaine bear over here.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what it is. I'm going to be gone for two weeks. I'm going to be off the air. I'm not leaving, but I'm going to be off right. the air for two weeks. Mm. And I have
3: off the air on vacation.
0: I don't know about that part. Yeah. That was much rejoicing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you could mean... be replaced by a machine, James. <laughs> I, can, I can have a board put in here in ten minutes.
1: <laughs> don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> <Jimmy wants laughs> vacation. Too. Don't threaten
0: me with a good time. Actually, I, I we were talking about this at the house the other day. Nancy and I were talking about this. That I uh, I usually take a day or two here and there. Right, right. But yeah. extended like a week? <laughs> no, I don't do that. I tell you what happened one time. This is a long time ago. I left and I went to Las Vegas on vacation, and I, I my phone started blowing up. At like four o'clock Las Vegas time.
3: That's what I'm referring to.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. And my phone started ringing. And it, it was oh, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. and It was my clients going. Oh, did I tell you this story already?
1: Yeah, you you told me in the hallway
0: before. And my clients are going, hey, you didn't tell me you got fired. I said, what are you talking about? Fired. Well, a guy that's on the radio for you now, he's talking about how it's his show and you got—you were fired. <laughs> I said, I didn't know anything. And, and by the way, that's common in our business to fire somebody what? when they're gone. Mm-hmm. On a Friday, you're fired. You remember your last show? That was your last show. And all that. So I called back up and I said, no, you're not fired. What's, what are you talking about? I said, well, he's been on the radio all morning. I got all my clients calling me and listeners calling me on my cell phone out in, in uh, Las Vegas. So anyway, I don't take them. The last time I took two consecutive weeks is uh when the kids passed away last time that yeah. was in 2014 when justin died right but I, I worked the day my dad died we did the jimenez radiothon dad died at midnight and i was here at 3 a.m for the jimenez show that morning so, says
1: he would want you to be
0: well that's why i yeah. did it exactly. <laughs> i knew he's looking down yep. and he would have said boy what is wrong with you show you must your, go on you get your butt yeah. in there and you raise some money for those people which is how he would have sounded saying right. too by the way you get your butt it right jimmy Right, Elaine? You get your butt in there, and you do you Yeah, you, you.
3: don't make Elaine wait.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I know better than that. I do. Anyway, that's why I'm a little fired up, is uh, we have been getting everything in order so I could be gone. But I also want to get everything in. So <laughs> I'm in a rush. Right. Well, that
3: and the week you're going to be gone, and then the following week is Thanksgiving week, and we only have three days. Three at, days, and I always take 20. those
0: three days off. Yeah. I, I've yeah. been doing that my entire career. I take those three days off, and I take – between Christmas and New Year's,
1: off. Oh, it's because you spend all that time preparing the Thanksgiving dinner tray wear? Is that what it is?
0: <laughs> actually, actually, just so you'll know. you
1: probably peel potatoes. don't
0: you? <laughs> I, well, listen, I do whatever Nancy tells me to do. Right. I'm a smart man, married 40 years, and whatever she Heck, says goes. I
1: do whatever Nancy tells that's me to exactly do.
0: Right? Right. That's exactly right. And she's so diminutive and sweet. That's, that's the word, right? Demure, sweet, kind. She's not all this powerful. I'm never threatened with anything, but mm-hmm. I just, you know, we, yeah. And so she worked so hard around there trying to get ready. And we're going to have a house full this year. Right. We, we we decided for for the longest time we were taking uh, holidays away because of the kids and all that. And it's hard to go to somewhere where they got a bunch of kids and all that when mm-hmm. yours are gone. So anyway, we've been taking the holidays off. Well, this year we said, you know what? Let's just blow it up. Let's just go crazy. Let's invite everybody. So we're going to house full. And, yes, uh, f- we're already shopping. You saw the post. We're already shopping right. for the canned goods. Yep. Because I'm going to look like the San Antonio food bank. I'm going to bring Eric Cooper to work for me at my house.
1: <laughs> Can I borrow one of your trucks?
0: <laughs> <God>. Jeez, Eric. <laughs> I need some help, buddy. Yeah. And, uh, and then, of course, we'll be getting the bird and all that. So, yeah, we got a lot. Of- that week we'll be cook, cook, cooking. Uh, John's going to cook. And Nancy's brother Gil is going to cook, and they're going to bring some, I mean, everybody's kind of contributing to right. be a part of See, this. See, I'm not allowed to. No one
3: to- asked me to cook. Mm-mm.
0: <laughs> no. <That> same here. <laughs> I no one better. ever asked me. I know better because I talked to Ralph about your enchiladas. <laughs> So you ain't touching nothing around my house that has to do with me ingesting it. I'm just going to tell you. You don't even get to mix me a drink. You forget about that.
1: This is how bad it is at my house. Whatever I suggest I'm the one that makes dinner, Georgia jumps up and says, no! Oh, 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 oh.
0: Well, that's Elaine. That's like Ralph yeah, and Elaine. Yeah. She's oh, don't you make those enchiladas.
2: I, but to be fair, I think Elaine could make a really good drink. I sure, think she could make a good. I can. Yeah. I can make you one. Yeah, I think well, she well, would let's pour, go. She would just pour one. heavy.
1: She'd pour Here's, heavy. That's all you need is one.
0: Here's what Elaine does. I can tell you from experience with tequila and orange juice. She pour, <laughs> she fills a glass full of tequila, right, which is like 10 shots. And then she walks over there with the orange juice and just shows it to the glass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the splash never really even happens. It's just right. look, there's some orange juice, and that's it. You got, yeah. you're done for, and you're out for the weekend when you and have one. And
3: everyone looks like a ten <laughs> by <laughs> ten.
0: Don't the girls all get prettier at closing, closing time. time. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. So yes, you're coming, and and, and Ralph, but uh, don't bring any food.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: just just bring Ralph. <laughs> that's right. Just bring Ralph. Don't bring any food. Maybe
1: gonna... bring your own Tupperware in case there are any <laughs> leftovers.
0: Right. Exactly right. Uh, so that's it, and I'm I'm getting ready. Uh, Jimmy right, and I are so, working on all the the stuff to play while I'm gone. So the
1: date you are gone, uh, the, I leave Monday. Minute ne- me- next
0: week, I leave Monday. Monday the thirteenth. Well, I'm not going anywhere. Right. I'm not leaving anywhere. I'm just going to be you're, off the air. You'll
1: be off the air. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna i going like, to
0: ride and motorcycle and stuff nice. like that.
2: I like Don's idea, telling your guests, bring your own Tupperware so you don't lose your stash of Tupperware. That's a great yeah. idea. I like that one, Don. That's a good one. Well, you
1: know, remember that time you made salsa for me? Yes. I barely got out of the parking lot. He's like, hey, where's my Tupperware? <laughs> Jimmy, I haven't even gotten home yet. You know. Make sure you bring that back. That does happen. Yeah. That I'm just giving
2: happen. you credit for a great idea. You
1: don't need okay. to bring up bad memories. I actually. You know, <laughs> bad memories. You know he was I... driving by my house saying, Where's my Tupperware? <laughs> Knocking on the door yeah. of the night. Bang,
0: bang, bang. I want my Tupperware back. You know what I do? And it started with my tools, with my racing operation. I paint my name on everything. Look oh, at yeah. You can pull out those wipes out of my drawer over there, those Clorox
1: wipes. His tape dispenser, have you noticed that? Like his Scotch tape dispenser? My he scaper. has his name on there, his doorstop? I tell you why. I yep. tell you why. You know, it's
0: seriously. No, it does. My doorstop has wear on it. And here's why. <laughs> everything does here. Uh, when I was racing, and some guy in the pits would say, hey, can I borrow this ratchet or this tool, this whatever, you know? And then you go, hey, you know, Charlie's got my ratchet. I need to go get it back from him. And he goes, no, I ain't got your ratchet. <laughs> uh, yeah. Disappeared. Okay. Well, let me look in it. Look right there. How come that ratchet on the top of your toolbox says where? Yeah. <laughs> and I paint my name on everything? I got to paint it on myself just so I remember who I am.
1: You know what? I had a
3: don't nobody want to steal you. Yeah.
1: My uncle used to engrave his his name on his tools. Yes, because he would do he would do that. He would like paint it on there, but yes. the, you know people would would scrape the the paint off. That's right. So he was you know being the you know the smart Yankee ingenuity guy. Absolutely. that he was, he went over and get an, carved an engraving. His name well, yeah.
0: that's a good idea. I do that too. And Nancy bought me the coolest thing in the world for my books. My books are my treasure. Okay, and air. My library is so important to me. So she bought me one time this embalser that looks like a you know those things that you get when you get a when you sign a notary? piece of notary, notary notary yeah
1: like a notary stamp or that's something That's
0: right. right and right. this is an embalser like that that puts it into the paper and it says from the library of Trey Allen Ware and it goes and you do it on the pages in the in the book yeah
3: but nowadays nobody's stealing
2: tools no. and nobody's oh, reading no, books Oh no. <laughs> yep, they're true. not I really, <laughs> I, too lazy. I'm safe
0: I really am safe except <laughs> from your food so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really not safe for that, <laughs> Point trade. <laughs> I got oh, a point. come on now. <laughs> Quick.
3: It's a cleansing. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's, a cleansing. That's, that's right. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to call
2: you next time I have Who to have the rear Dr. end Toro's check. That's right.
3: when you have my <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Elaine, you could make so much money selling I your know, enchiladas right? to the young kids <laughs> yes. instead of them buying laxatives. You know that.
0: You know that purple stuff that you have to drink before you go see Dr. Oscar Ramirez and have your rear end checked. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about
2: Be- before the best nap ever.
0: <laughs> yes. Just ask Elaine for some enchiladas. You don't need the you don't need yeah. the purple he stuff. To drink.
1: There you go. Hey, you don't need that mag citrate anymore. I don't. That's got it. Elaine's that's Elaine's enchiladas. The, that's it.
3: Ralph is fit, but he's skinny. But a <laughs> well, now we know why. <laughs> it's
0: it's a job for her to keep him skinny. All right, I got a break. I got a break. I got a break. I got to take a break. Okay. All right. All right. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five Trey Ware KTSa for River City Oral Surgery and Dr. Mark Havikorn. How he knows how to take care of you and treat you and. Uh, and get you the implants that everybody's talking about. You can't turn on the television today without seeing an advertisement for implants. Everybody's interested in implants. Well, the leader in dental implants in the state of Texas is river city oral surgery. And now you talk about the best of the best. Not only do you have the great Dr. Mark Capricorn to take care of you with your dental implants, but he has now an MD medical anesthesiologist right beside him to put you completely asleep. No more twilight, no more sedation dentistry. No, this is the pinnacle of outpatient surgery. You are completely asleep. And it's still below the average price for a full mouth of implants, now with two specialists. So any oral surgery need or facial surgery need that you have, remember River City Oral Surgery and Dr. Mark Havercorn, Where you get the highest quality care, you get upfront prices, and now an MD anesthesiologist putting you completely asleep. Find out more on their website at rivercityoms.com. Hey, it's Jack Ricard. Stevens
4: Roofing Newsmaker Hotline.
0: Okay, back to the polls. And again, I got a video up at uh, KTSA.com about this. But anyway, um, the ABC guys are freaking freaking out. Oh, no, this is a, this is a wake-up call, says Jonathan Carl. This is frightening, not just for Biden, not just for the White House, nor just for Democrats, but the entire country. We fear what a return to a Trump presidency would mean. He can win. And the New York Times poll is not the first one to say this. That's supposedly an independent, objective newsman on ABC. That doesn't exist. It does not exist on ABC or CNN or CBS or NBC. The biggest challenge for Biden is not is, is that 23% of the country in our poll think the country is, is on the wrong track. The ABC poll found that 76% of Americans believe the country headed in the wrong direction. Snuffleupagus suggested that these feelings might change if Trump is indicted. Voting for a convicted felon is another thing entirely, said Jonathan Carl. There was a fascinating story consistent with my reporting of the Washington Post talking about how he, meaning Trump, wants to prosecute his political opponents, not only his rivals. This would be a very radical Trump presidency, prosecuting his rivals and his opponents, much more so than the first one. Projecting much? That's exactly what Biden and Garland and all of them are doing. Prosecuting their political rivals, their opponents, putting him in jail. Ted Cruz, I've been telling you for three years, people inside of D.C. have been whispering in my ear that they're going to helicopter Michelle Obama in. Ted Cruz is now saying that. It's been, in my view, for a long time that Barack Obama has been the person pulling the strings behind Joe Biden. And, by the way, Ted is not one of those, although we're friends. He's not one of those that's been whispering in my ear. There are other people, (laughs) Democrats, (laughs) who've been whispering it to me. I think Obama is making this decision. Axelrod is Obama's right-hand man, and Axelrod is the one who lost his stuff over these latest polling, saying that Joe needs to get out, Joe needs to get out. What y'all worried about? Joe's got it all under control. In cut number two, Joe is out here talking about what he did and is doing as vice president.
5: One of the things I convinced President Lab when I was vice president.
0: President who? I
5: convinced <laughs> One of the things I convinced President he, Lab when I was vice
0: president. He can't remember I who the president, the president was. Do, oh, let's play, play from the top I, again, Jimmy. One of he he can't remember who the president was when he was vice president. Listen. It sounded
2: like he said Vlad. Yeah. No, listen. Check it out.
5: One of the things I convinced President Vlad when I was vice president,
2: I uh, 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 convinced the president to do. He
0: doesn't know who the president was when Biden's he was vice president. president because he's vice president now, continuing under Barack Hussein Obama this third term. And Joe's still the vice president. All right. Cut number one. Don't worry about him and, and the polling. Because he's taking care of Amtrak.
2: Okay, this one's long. Do You want the first half of the second half where he's got his cheeks being squeezed by the conductor. Oh, God. No, play the first half. <laughs> I don't care. Just go ahead and roll it. Go ahead and roll. All right, let me play the second All one. Right. Hold on.
5: I got in a train on a Friday, and um, and I won't get him to a complete job Let's tell his first name. He was number two in seniority at the time, Angelo. And Ange came up to me as I walked in, he said, Joey, and he grabbed my cheek, he said, Joey, baby. And he said, all this stuff, because I that's published in the newspaper that I had traveled a million, 200,000 miles on Air Force planes as vice president. They published that on a regular basis. He said, big, I won't quote him exactly, but he said, big deal, Joey. Yeah. And I said, what's it mean, Ange? He said, look, he said, we just had the retirement dinner. Up in Newark. He said, you know how many miles you traveled on Amtrak? And I said, no. He said a million. I think it was 320,000 miles.
0: <clears throat> okay. So, first of all, this story has been debunked a million times. He said that happened when he was vice president. Let me just debunk it one more time. He was vice president between 2009 and 2016. That conductor retired in 1993 and then died. So unless he's coming out of his coffin grabbing Joey's cheek, Joey, it's an absolute lie. It's another one of those Biden lies. But we have wars and rumors of wars. We have inflation over the top in this country. We have crime on every street in America. We have a wide open border. And he's out... Giving Amtrak sixteen billion dollars yesterday for underwater rail lines, that's what he said. I'm going to rescue Amtrak with underwater we want We want trains under the water, and I'm giving them sixteen billion. The real president, however, is talking about Israel. is he not Barack Obama? Remember Barack's out talking about Israel. It's obvious what he did. He told Joe, you know, go mess with trains or something. I'm gonna have to do the Israel thing. Back in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. This is Mark Sadasky for Mark Sadasky Jewel. Air. Now on FM one oh seven. It is six oh eight. It is election day, one month after Hamas terrorist attacks on Israel. Good morning, San Antonio. Two one zero five nine nine fifty-five fifty five. Let's dive in. Stephen Crowder yesterday, he's a podcaster um released what he says and it has not been disputed what he says are portions of the nashville shooter manifesto that this government the one in nashville and of course the fbi has been doing all they can do to cover up from the very beginning now they did promise us early on we're going to release all the information all the manifesto and then they whoo, clamped up tight they even told the governor bill lee of uh, of uh, Nashville, of of Tennessee, we're going to release this. And he said, they're going to have the information out very, very soon. And all of a sudden, nothing. So there's a manifesto that is numerous pages long. There's also 20 journals, five laptops, a suicide note, various other notes written by the shooter. And then, of course, five Covenant School yearbooks and seven cell phones. On top of this very lengthy manifesto, now a number of pages were released yesterday by Stephen Crowder. And if these are the real pages, we are finding out motivation behind it and why this government decided to cover it up and why we now have somebody inside the Nashville Police Department going, this is a politically motivated cover-up and it's time this stuff come out. You know what you're finding out? This shooter was so infected with CRT. You know what CRT teaches people, right? White kids are bad just because they're white. They're not worth living because they're white and white supremacy. Ooh boy, that's a big deal. And in this alleged manifesto, which, again, has not been disputed, the only thing that anybody has said, including the Nashville mayor, we're going to find out how that information got out. We need to find out how that got out. I'm going to launch an investigation. How did this get out? No, the real investigation is why is the government covering this? And now now we know this politically motivated cover-up has to do with a hit job on white kids. By a white kid. Well, you know, she was in her 20s. But a, a white person killed crackers, as she called them. Weak-ass blanks with your mop yellow hair and your daddy and his Mustang with your white privilege. Kill those kids, those crackers going to private fancy schools. Kill them all. They're wearing their fancy khakis and their sports backpacks with their daddy's Mustangs and convertibles. Kill them. And then there was a timeline on you know how she was going to do it and when she was going to do it and where she was going to do it and so on and so forth. Um, yeah, so now we're finding out. Chickens coming home to roost, as Obama's preacher used to say. That when you teach kids, when you teach people to hate people based on the color of their skin, this is what you get. You get this back. In fact, in California, they announced yesterday, what timing, that they are starting an all-new program in the Bay Area, an initiative to train students to become critical race theory activists. To empower and mobilize students as catalysts for change through an anti-racist leadership youth movement. To disrupt system... I'm reading from their, their pages. To disrupt systemic racism within their schools. Do you think that maybe that's what the shooter had in her mind? She was disrupting systemic racism? You see... When you teach this stuff as propaganda, and remember, we're no longer requiring that they read, write, or do arithmetic. That's not a requirement. Go to Portland and ask them. But when you teach them that white people are awful just because they're white, every once in a while, you're going to get somebody with a screw loose who's going to say, yeah, I'm going to disrupt the white supremacy problem. I'm going to take care of that, and goes to a school and kills white children targets white children. And now it's abundantly clear, at least to me, I don't know if it is to you, but it's abundantly clear to me, just reading the words from this fool, that this was a politically motivated cover-up. Isn't that great to know that local governments, state governments, and of course the federal government is willing to keep such critical information from you, information that we would need to have to make decisions concerning the edumacation of our children in this country? But No, not going to let that information out because, you know, people then may turn against kids being taught critical race theory. I'm telling all of you educators that if you're teaching this slop, critical race theory, to children, you are part of the problem. You are teaching them hate. If you're teaching this slop, You're teaching kids to hate other kids. You need to get out of the business. Now, look, our schools, just like our media, are infected and infested with activists. The members of the media today, from our own beloved ABC on this station, to CBS, to NBC and everywhere else, they're nothing more than political activists for the left. And that's what you have throughout the school system. I know I'm painting with a broad brush. I get it. I understand. They're still great teachers. What I'm saying is that there are enough of them out there who have their pink hair, their green hair, their blue hair, and oh, I'm so so cool with my nose ring teaching kids to hate white children. This is what you get. This is what you get. You teach them to read and do a sentence. <laughs> Periods go here. Commas go there. Colons and semicolons go over there. <laughs> Kiddos. You teach them how to read. Read. And you teach them how to add, subtract, multiply, divide, and do some more, you know, really cool stuff with calculus and algebra and trig. You teach them those kind of things. But yet, in schools across this country, they no more require that kids know those things. I don't care if they have a period in the right place or a comma in the wrong place or if they even know 2 plus 2 equals 4. Oh, you're surprised. You thought it was nine. Right. Yeah. They don't care about that anymore. It's white kids are awful because they're white. And this is it. The slop called critical race theory. I have no reason to doubt this, but I'm going to keep my powder dry until I find out if this is true, that this is the real manifesto. But I have no reason to doubt it because nobody, there was no pushback from the PD in Nashville. There's no pushback from the mayor. The mayor said, I want to find out how this was released. That's Freddie O'Connell. I'm launching an investigation. How did these images of this manifesto get out? More interested in that than he is what the manifesto actually said more interested in the fact that it was leaked than what was in the manifesto. Brad, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning to you.
4: Good morning, Trey. You know what irks me most is the hypocrisy and the inconsistency here because I promise you, had that been a white boy who maybe had a Confederate flag or something like that on his backpack who went in a predominantly black school and had a manifesto and a laptop and all that stuff, it would not only be in the media, they would print it front page and all cap letters So old men like me could read it without glasses. They would have not spared anybody anything. You would have known everything from A to Z, what that guy was thinking, why he did it, all that stuff. But this, you know, uh, a a transgender girl, female that was thinking she was a male, didn't fit their narrative. And it just sickens me that there's such a hypocrisy that they have such a double standard. Because I was in South Carolina when the young man went in the African-American church and shot up all those people. And, man, you had pictures of him everywhere, uh, pictures of him sitting by uh, a Confederate memorial wearing a Confederate gray cap and all that stuff. And that guy was nuts. He was as messed up as anybody could be. Nobody denies that. And this young lady, I saw pictures of her in her yearbook a couple of years before she decided to go trans. And she was a sweet, attractive young girl that was just poisoned and warped by this hateful, evil doctrine that was just forced down her throat as a student. Breaks
0: your heart well thank you uh, brad i appreciate the call it also goes against their narrative of guns right because they wanted to blame the gun and the gun is the problem well clearly the gun isn't the problem it's what you tell people what you stuff in their head how you program people about other people and you know the the thing about the slop known as crt if you just flip the races on that And you had teachers in schools teaching kids that black children are horrible just because they're black. What in the world would the media do with that? You know what they would do. We wouldn't stand for that. Why do we stand for them to be able to tell uh, kids that white children are bad just because they're white? Why do we stand for that? You wouldn't stand for it the other way. You certainly wouldn't stand for, you know, a teacher telling kids that brown kid over there is horrible just because he's brown or black. But it's okay when it's a white child. So we're going to find out, you know, if this is legit and if this is, but I, you know, again, nobody has, nobody has denounced it as being not legit. The only thing that anybody in official capacity has said, we got to find out how it got out. Well, we need all of it out. Every last bit of it. We have a government that starts at the local level, goes to the state level, I'm talking about all across the country, and to the federal level that is keeping way too many secrets from us. And it's time we know. From November 22, 1963, and everything in between, it's time we know. 210-599-5555, dot com. that's the uh, website to go to to have these great experts in foundation repair come give you a free, no-obligation foundation inspection. They take their time to do it right. They look at every aspect of your foundation, top to bottom. They make sure that you don't have a problem, and they'll tell you that if you don't. But if you do, then they're going to talk with you about how to fix it, the fact that their fixes are guaranteed in writing for the life of the structure with a transferable warranty, and how they're going to be here to work with your insurance company to get you reimbursed for the work that they do with Foundation Support Specialists at com. Mention Trayware when you go to the website and get your free, no-obligation Foundation inspection. Don't wait on this. Have them come on out at com. Well, it's going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 82 here on Election Day. Right now, it's 64 at KTSA. Good morning. We've got a couple of new. My poker face. Aces high. 623, Trey Ware, KTSA. There's Don. There's Jimmy. There's Elaine. Matthew Perry passed away. We talked a lot about that. Talked a lot about Friends, how huge Friends was. A bonding experience with Nancy and our daughter, Rebecca, because every Thursday at 7 p.m., we'd have to rush back from dinner at the Buffalo so that they could watch Friends together. They loved it. And I'd was i I'd go to bed so I could do the show. Didn't get tuned in to all the Friends mania until after it was already in reruns. So let's discuss reruns, you wanna? Sure. They're trying to figure out right now, Matthew Perry was not married and had no kids. Matthew Perry, all of them made $22 million a year. Mm-hmm. That was a pact they made with each other, was that <clears throat> you can't pay Jennifer Aniston $50 million and David Swimmer $20 million and Matthew Perry $15 million. Everybody makes the same. Didn't
3: they make a million dollar an episode?
0: Yeah, that's what yeah. it was. $22 million yeah. a year. Wow. Yeah. Made a million dollar an episode. Each of them. Each of them. So now, each of them... Makes 20 million in what's called residuals. Right. Now, that's just the residuals for it being out in syndication.
1: Yeah, but the, the local TV stations that air it at, you know, like 7 o'clock in the evening or whatever. That's, that's right. Yeah, they that,
0: all pay for that. Right. right? And, and that's where you make your money, by the way, when you do these TV things. You don't yeah. make it in the original run. You make it in, you know.
1: But usually it's after an a, a amount of time. A, a TV series has to be on for a certain, like, 100 episodes or yeah. so before they can Before that kicks in. And right. Of course, they were on for 10 years, so. That's it. A lot of material there.
0: Well, and you absolutely Seinfeld, same thing. Seinfeld yeah. said the other night, or it wasn't the other night; it was quite some time ago. He was offered a hundred million to come back and do more Seinfeld, and he said, "I could get four times that 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 amount, yeah. but I'm just not interested in doing it anymore." Plus syndication, and now through all the social media, they get paid for all the social media stuff, well, too. And,
1: and the streaming services as well. Absolutely. You know, there's a lot of money there. And then there's merch because yeah. you've got Friends
0: T-Search and Friends Caps and all this kind of stuff. That doesn't – that's not in the $20 million. The $20 million is just a check they write for his work, his original work on the series. Right. Plus, right. he's making all these residuals. Plus, he's making all the merch and so on. So we're talking, you know, th- each of them could be bringing in, you know, $50, 75, Maybe even $100 million a year based on a friend's franchise. Yeah. possible. And he don't have nobody to leave it to. So they're trying to figure it out, and they're going around and asking these entertainment attorneys, so what's the deal if you die without – and, of course, you can stipulate in a will right. that I want it going to this or that, and he was big into helping people with drug and alcohol abuse.
3: What about his parents?
0: Well, that's it right there. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, he had siblings as well. I believe he had a couple of brothers. <laughs> as huh? a matter of fact, so yeah. – He is survived by a large family, actor father John Bennett Perry, 82, his mother Suzanne, 75, his famous stepfather from Dateline, Keith Morrison, we all know, is 76, and he has five half-siblings, okay? So if he didn't stipulate where he wants to go, according to these attorneys, it will go to his parents, and all of it will go to them unless he specifically said, I want it to be shared with my parents and my blah, blah, blah. He can also have a trust set up. Right. that the trust would be writing these checks. He uh, also
3: has a rehab facility. The yeah, Perry right. House?
1: Yeah, wasn't that there too, a Perry story House. last week about a fund for that? Yes. Specific, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. So he could have said in a will or the trust that I want the money going to that. Simply put, we don't know right now hmm. what, how he set this thing up. But without, any, without a wife and without kids, he had to have designating it or it goes straight to
1: his parents and they decide what to do with it. Right. Now, a similar thing happened to Prince when he passed away. Uh, I was, seem to remember was, something like that. Remember, yeah. Elaine, he did his not have sister. a will. And, there were, and, and all of a sudden, Prince went from having a couple of sisters and a brother to having 15 siblings. Yeah, You know, they all wanted a piece of the action. And right. it ended up just being, I think it was his oldest surviving sister is the one that uh, yeah. decides yeah, you're right. to all of that. Is so, that right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Immediately,
0: I remember something about that. I remember uh, James Brown. They didn't bury James Brown for almost six months, wasn't it? A right. long time, many, many months. Yeah, for the same reason they right. were all fighting over what was left of the James Brown estate.
2: And same thing, the state gets the money if you don't have anything designated. Well, there you go. I'm, I'm pretty sure that if you don't have anything written down, goes to the state. I think the state gets it. Wow, man. And and that's, that's $20 million.
0: I I don't know if they continue to pay that now that he's dead. I don't know. I guess they would pay it to the estate. I don't know how that, all that works. Yeah, but. I think
1: as long as there's a revenue being generated, it has to go somewhere. I would say behalf, that. So I would say that. He has stop. to
3: have attorneys, though. Um, he was planning on a biopic film about yeah. his book, and yeah. he had an assistant that he was very close to for right. years. So
0: Maybe it all went to her.
3: Well, sometimes
0: that happens yeah, too that's True, you know yeah. it's, everything goes to her she's my best friend in life i don't know i have no idea but it reminded me to have a plan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i remember doing all those those matt spawn commercials all those years sure. have a plan have a plan have a plan have a plan because you know uh, you know it could happen anytime there's nothing guaranteed so right. pff, you could do whatever could happen to you. you could fall asleep in a hot tub whatever and you want to make sure you got s- somebody designated for your stuff sure it don't matter if you got 15 cents or 15 million Make sure you got somebody does Remember
3: with Whitney Houston, it went to her daughter, and then and her then daughter she died. killed herself. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. All this tragic stuff from the music and or, you know, right. entertainment industry. All right, quick break. Um, let me tell you about Hest Fitness Products and getting into the best shape of your life. Hest is best. And with the equipment you buy from Hest Fitness Products, you are going to look better and feel better and be able to do more. The minute you walk into Hest, you know it. The minute you, you uh, start to talk to the experts at Hest and you start to talk about what you like to do, what you don't like to do, what you can do, what you can't do, they match you with the right piece of equipment, free weights, weight machines, recumbent bikes, upright bikes. They got it all at Hest Fitness Products. The highest quality with the best price has been doing this since 1981 right here in San Antonio. There are 281 in Thousand Oaks, and they're here to take care of you. Yep, won't be too long. It's already November. Won't be too long. You'll be talking about the new year and what you want to do for yourself in the new year. Why don't you do this for yourself? Get into the best shape of your life. Look better, feel better, and do more. Hest Fitness Products. Hi, Trey Ware here. Your home is your sanctuary. My poker face. Aces high. 623, Trey Ware, KTSA. There's Don. There's Jimmy. There's Elaine. Matthew Perry. passed away. We talked a lot about that, talked a lot about Friends, how huge Friends was. A bonding experience with Nancy and our daughter, Rebecca, because every Thursday at 7 p.m., we'd have to rush back from dinner at the Buffalo so that they could watch Friends together. They loved it. And I was, I'd go to bed so I could do the show. Didn't get tuned in to all the Friends mania until after it was already in reruns. So let's discuss reruns. You want to? Sure. They're trying to figure out right now, Matthew Perry was not married and had no kids. Matthew Perry, all of them made $22 million a year. Mm-hmm. That was a pact they made with each other, was that <clears throat> you can't pay Jennifer Aniston $50 million and David Swimmer $20 million and Matthew Perry $15 million. Everybody makes the same. Didn't
3: they make a million dollar an episode?
0: Yeah, that's what yeah, it was. $22 million yeah. a year. Wow. Yeah, made a million dollar an episode each of them each of them so now each of them makes 20 million in what's called residuals right now that's just the residuals for it being out in syndication
1: yeah, but the, the local TV stations that air at the you know like seven o'clock in the evening or whatever—that's that's, right. Yeah, they that, all
0: pay for that, right. right? And and that's where you make your money, by the way. When you do these TV things, you don't yeah. make it in the original run. You make it in, you know.
1: But usually, it's after a, a, a amount of time. A, a TV series has to be on for a certain like a hundred episodes or yeah. so before they can kick. Before that kicks in, and right? Of course, they were on for ten years, so. That's it. A lot of material there.
0: Well, and you absolutely Seinfeld, same thing. Seinfeld yeah. said the other night, or it wasn't the other night; it was quite some time ago. He was offered a hundred million to come back and do more Seinfeld, and he said, "I could get four times that 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 amount, yeah. but I'm just not interested in doing it anymore." Plus. Syndication and now through all the social media, they get paid for all the social media stuff well, too, and, and
1: the streaming services as well. Absolutely, you know, there's a lot of money there. And then there's merch because
0: yeah. you've got friends t search and friends caps and all this kind of stuff. That doesn't. That's not in the twenty million. The twenty million is just a check they write for his work, his original work on the series. Right. Plus right. he's making all these residuals. Plus he's making all the merch and so on. So we're talking, you know, th- each of them could be bringing in, you know, fifty, seventy-five maybe even a hundred million a year based on a friend's franchise possible. And he don't have nobody to leave it to. So they're trying to figure it out and they're going around and asking these entertainment attorneys. So what's the deal if you die without, and of course you can stipulate in a will that I want it going to this or that. And he was big into helping people with drug and alcohol abuse.
3: What about his parents?
0: Well, that's it right there. There you go. Yeah, He had siblings as well. I believe he had a couple of brothers (laughs) as a matter of fact. So He is survived by a large family, actor father John Bennett Perry, 82, his mother Suzanne, 75, his famous stepfather from Dateline, Keith Morrison, we all know, is 76, and he has five half-siblings, okay? So if he didn't stipulate where he wants to go, according to these attorneys, it will go to his parents, and all of it will go to them unless he specifically said, I want it to be shared with my parents and my blah, blah, blah. He can also have a trust set up. Right. that the trust would be writing these checks. He uh,
3: also has a rehab facility, the yeah, Perry right. House.
1: Yeah, wasn't that there too, a Perry story House. last week about a fund for that? Yes. Specific, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. So he could have said in a will or the trust that I want the money going to that. Simply put, we don't know right now hmm. what, how he set this thing up. But without, any, without a wife and without kids, he had to have designating it or it goes straight to his parents and they decide what to do with it. Right.
1: Now, a similar thing happened to Prince when he passed away. I uh, seem was, to remember was, something I like remember, that. Remember, Elaine, he did his not sister. have a will. And, there were, and, and all of a sudden, Prince went from having a couple of sisters and a brother to having 15 siblings. Yeah, You know, they all wanted a piece of the action. And right. it ended up just being, I think it was his oldest surviving sister is the one that uh, yeah. decides yeah, what you're right. to all of that. Is so that right? Yeah.
3: Immediately,
0: I remember something about that. I remember uh, James Brown. They didn't bury James Brown for almost six months, wasn't it? A right. long time, to- many, many months. Yeah, for the same reason they right. were all fighting over what was left of the James Brown estate.
2: And same thing, the state gets the money if you don't have anything designated. Well, there you go. I- I'm pretty sure that if you don't have anything written down, goes to the state. I think the state gets it. Wow, man. And and that's, that's $20
0: million. I I don't know if they continue to pay that now that he's dead. I don't know. I guess they would pay it to the estate. I don't know how that, all that works. Yeah, but. I think
1: as long as there's a revenue being generated, it has to go somewhere. I would say behalf, that. So. I would say that. He has stop. to
3: have attorneys, though. Um, he was planning on a biopic film about yeah. his book, and yeah. he had an assistant that he was very close to for right. years. So
0: Maybe it all went to her. Well, sometimes that happens yeah, too that's True, you know yeah. it's, everything goes to her she's my best friend in life i don't know i have no idea but it reminded me to have a plan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i remember doing all those those matt spawn commercials all those years sure. have a plan have a plan have a plan have a plan because you know uh, you know it could happen anytime there's nothing guaranteed so right. pff, you could do whatever could happen to you. you could fall asleep in a hot tub whatever and you want to make sure you got s- somebody designated for your stuff sure it don't matter if you got 15 cents or 15 million Make sure you got somebody does Remember
3: with Whitney Houston, it went to her daughter, and then and her then daughter she died. killed herself. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. All this tragic stuff from the music and or, you know, right. entertainment industry. All right, quick break. Um, let me tell you about Hest Fitness Products and getting into the best shape of your life. Hest is best. And with the equipment you buy from Hest Fitness Products, you are going to look better and feel better and be able to do more. The minute you walk into Hest, you know it. The minute you, you uh, start to talk to the experts at Hest and you start to talk about what you like to do, what you don't like to do, what you can do, what you can't do, they match you with the right piece of equipment, free weights, weight machines, recumbent bikes, upright bikes. They got it all at Hest Fitness Products. The highest quality with the best price has been doing this since 1981 right here in San Antonio. There are 281 in Thousand Oaks, and they're here to take care of you. Yep, won't be too long. It's already November. Won't be too long. You'll be talking about the new year and what you want to do for yourself in the new year. Why don't you do this for yourself? Get into the best shape of your life. Look better, feel better, and do more. Hest Fitness Products. Hi, Trey Ware here. Your home is your sanctuary. I, I, oh, did Did Letitia James really say that Trump was just a, a bit too pale for her liking? Oh, man. Really? I was watching the TV yesterday when Alina Habba, came out to talk to the media, and she was super PO'd. I mean, like over-the-top P.O.ed, because they've had it. She's a Trump attorney, and uh, she came out uh, after the morning session yesterday morning before this obviously prejudiced judge, obviously. When a judge, and he's the one making the decision, there's no jury trial here, When a judge says, I don't want to hear what Mr. Trump has to say, I beseech you (laughs) to calm him down and control him. When was the last time you used the word beseech? I mean, I think I read it in the Bible in the King James Version a few times. Beseech, beseech, begat and begone. I may have said that to Nancy a few times in our marriage. I beseech you.
2: I might have slurred that on Corpus Christi. I'm going to the beseech. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) If you need me, I'll be
2: at the beseech.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this judge, that's what he said just beseech like a word,
1: you. It does sound like a word Snoop Dogg would come up with, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> After three or four yeah, hits m- of a Snoop bong, Exactly.
1: Beseech,
2: please. <laughs>
0: that's great. <laughs> beseech, please. But this
2: judge is not even doing her job. His. His. Yeah. Oh, his. sorry. Yeah, I okay. thought you said Letitia. Well,
0: I... No, well, she's the AG. Oh, She's the one who brought the charges. She's sitting in the back.
2: both of them are not doing their job.
0: Well, he is, yes. And and we think it's a he. I mean, you could be anything, right, in today's world. I don't know how he identifies. (laughs) He says, I'm not here to hear what he has to say, meaning uh, Donald Trump. Well, uh, you know, first of all, this whole thing's a sham. There is no victim. I don't care if he did inflate it. I don't care if he did tell people, yeah, it's an $18 billion mansion I got over there. I don't care. Because it's not up to him to check it out. It's up to the insurance company and the bank. It's not up to Donald Trump. Donald Trump, he could tell them anything he wanted to tell them. Anything. The insurance company, and the, and I've talked to my banker friends, the bank is the one who has They have a fiduciary duty to the investors and the bank to make sure that he's got the assets to cover it. That's it. It's not up to him. But anyway, if he did inflate it, which I don't think he did, if, if anything, he underplayed it, undervalued it for tax purposes, mm-hmm. like the Mar-a-Lago thing. It's probably worth, I'm told, three and a half. 350 to 400 million dollars as it sits right now and they had it down for like 4 million because he was you know undervaluing it you know For, for tax we all do that once a year when it comes to our property here in texas don't we we go fight the tax assessor and say no it's not worth that amount of money well you know i don't know i look bottom line is they don't care. They're railroading the guy for the reason that snuffle up a said on television yesterday. It's really hard for the American people to vote for a convicted president. That's why this is happening. Kind That's sums, the whole deal.
1: Sums it all up there. And
0: just it, everything. Yeah. Right. And so uh, they don't care. They've already made up their mind. And what they want to do to Donald Trump, and you can call in if you want to, 210 599 what they want to do to Donald Trump is fine him $300 million for a victimless crime. Now, check check this out. You got women and little girls being raped in New York right now. You got people getting hit over the head with pieces of metal in New York right now. You got people walking up behind folks on the, what do they call that subway, and shoving them on the railroad tracks so the next subway runs them over. When they see a little baby in a stroller, they go up and they shove them under the tracks so they get run over in New York. And they want to go after Donald Trump for supposedly undervaluing or overvaluing or whatever his properties. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And on top of the $300 million fine, what they want is to bar him from doing business in New York anymore. And this is all a sham. So when they put him on the stand yesterday, he called him out. <laughs> you know, he's Donald freaking Trump. He's going to call him out. So he was frustrating the judge because Trump's talking. You put him, he raises his hand and say, I swear to tell the truth. He's going to get up there and he's going to talk. He's Donald Trump. And the judge was like, I don't want to hear what you have to say. Well, yeah, you do because that's your job. But they don't want to hear it because they're just railroading the man. And the AG, Letitia James, who said he's a bit too pale for her, which means he's a white guy and I don't like white guys. That's a racist statement. How would you you feel if the attorney general were a white dude in Alabama who said, you know what, she's just a bit too dark for me? How would you feel? What do you think ABC would say at the top of the hour? But are they talking about that? No, they're not, because they're hiding the ball. And so he's a bit too pale for me. She ran on the platform when she was running for attorney general. She was going to sack Donald Trump. I could play you millions of sound bites of her saying, hey, man, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get Donald Trump. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get Donald Trump. I'm going to get him. Elect me. I'm going to get Donald Trump. And she thinks she has him. But the real irony of All ironies is every time they do this to him, his popularity grows to the point now where there is a serious movement in Republican presidential political circles right now to get rid of the rest of the debates and tell everybody from DeSantis to Haley and everybody else, get out and back this guy. And it's a serious discussion that's happening among Republicans right now because it's becoming ever more clear that this is a shot at one man who is not their insider, who does not play the U.N. game, who is not a globalist, who is not playing the way the politics and the politicians want him to play. So they want to get rid of him and they think that they're going to be able to do it by indicting and locking him away. But every time they do this, every time. His Watch. You watch. They'll come out with some new poll numbers this week, and you watch and see what happens to his polls after the way they're treating him during this trial. Every single time that they go after him this way and do this to him, I don't want to hear what he's got to say. Can you imagine any judge in any courtroom in America saying that to a defendant? Or to a defendant? Oh, and, and he screamed at Alina and told her to sit down and shut up. I don't want to hear from you. His attorney was told, Alina Haba, his attorney, Donald Trump's attorney, was told yesterday, sit down and shut up. I don't want to hear from you. That's the defense attorney who's there to represent his rights and register objections. Can you imagine Judge Ito during the OJ trial, which was the trial of forever, and it was a murder trial, a double murder trial? Can you imagine Alito saying to Johnny Cochran, sit down and shut up. I don't want to hear what you have to say. Or Robert Shapiro, sit down and shut up. I don't want to hear what you – or <laughs> F. Lee Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> now, Lee's dead, but it wouldn't take two seconds of a judge telling Lee Bailey to sit down and sa- – now, I knew him. I mean, we weren't best buds, but I, we had numerous conversations. I knew Lee Bailey. And he, he uh, Whoo man, that would have gone over really well, <laughs> like a like a lead balloon in a New Mexico balloon race. <laughs> that wouldn't have gone over all that
2: well. Yeah, but the judge can always can find them for contempt and remove them from the courtroom just because they're the judge.
0: Yeah, well... We'll see what happens. 210-599-5555. The future of stone is porcelain, and Surface SA is the sole porcelain showroom in Texas. Porcelain, ooh, it's the way to go. If you're looking at new countertops, new island tops, if you're looking at new walls, you're looking for a new ceiling in the entryway, whatever, consider porcelain. Porcelain is tough, and that means it's going to last longer. You don't have to worry about it. You can even put hot cookware right on it, and it's not going to damage it. And to clean it up, you just wipe it off. Take a paper towel and wipe it. Very easy to keep clean. And it comes in every gorgeous color you can imagine. So everybody's switching over, you know, where we're all buying granite all that time. Remember it was Corian, and then we all went to granite, and we're buying granite. And now getting rid of the granite, putting in porcelain. Because you're one and done. You put the porcelain and forget about it. You just It's there forever. It's so easy to care for. See for yourself at SurfaceSA.com. Porcelain is great for your home or your business. The future of stone is porcelain. The future is now SurfaceSA.com. If you need quality hardwood or luxury... Dr. Senator Donna Campbell there doing the pledge. Love to have you do it. Our phone number for the pledge is 210-654-5155. And since that's a voicemail, you can call any time if you make a selfie note and you want to call during a lunch hour today or right now or whenever. It's it's always on 24-7. Again, the number for the pledge is 210-654-5155. And thank you for doing that. Love, love, love hearing how many of you say the Pledge of Allegiance here on the station. I'm, I'm looking at the pictures of this 69-year-old man uh, waving a, a, a flag of Israel with the Star David on it. And I'm, I'm loving how the mainstream media is positioning this. This is on the Daily Mail, which has a left-wing bent to it. as putting it mildly. I do enjoy Daily Mail because I get some stories that other places simply don't have. But listen to this headline. Flag-waving Jewish man, 69, who fell and died after altercation with a pro-Palestine protester as cops investigate possible hate crime. He didn't fall. He was knocked over. When this pro-Palestinian, and in my mind, if you are backing these Palestinians now, you're backing Hamas, you're backing terrorists who kill people. We have this other woman who drove into a school in Indianapolis because she's watching TV and she sees the Star of David on this school. So she gets in her car and goes and drives through the school, hitting the school. Who goes to school? Kids go to school. And she said she did it for everybody back home in Palestine. Well, here's this 69-year-old man. All he is doing is waving flag of Israel. And he gets hit on the head with a bullhorn. You know those things that they talk to. From the river Tennessee, we're going to be free. Eliminate Israel. Kill the Jews. And somebody hit him in the head with it. Killed him. Knocked him in the ground. Hit his head on the a, on a pavement. Killed him dead. Right there. In the U.S., no arrests have been made. They didn't arrest anybody. And probably won't. We don't want to start a riot, you know. They had a riot at the White House with the pro-Palestinian supporters of Hamas murderers went to the White House and spray-painted the White House, uh, spray-painted in Lafayette Park the statue of General Lafayette, who really saved the revolution for us in 1776. And then defaced a number of statues. That's why I say it's this whole BLM crowd. Now they just put on the the hijab, and they're doing the same thing. But here we are, destroying property at the White House, and nobody arrested. Nobody arrested. Now, you can peaceably assemble for, you know— redress of your uh, rights to the government that's all in the Constitution but if you, if you are if you're protesting left-wing causes apparently you can actually actually have a real insurrection attack the White House paint the White House you know uh, nobody nobody painted anything at the US Capitol on January 6th they took a stroll a stroll through the Capitol these people were trying to get to the White House. You, sh- you can see the video if you want to check it out online. Like a bunch of rabid dogs trying to get over a fence at a piece of meat on the other side. That's what they looked like. And nobody arrested. Because if you're on the left, you can do that in this country, and nobody's going to cause you any problem. You can do whatever you want. You can knock down a 69-year-old man and kill him. Ah, well, we're not going to arrest anybody. However... If you're a cowboy and you get fired up about your president being railroaded out of office, obviously some shenanigans going on with the election, and you decide to walk through the Capitol on January 6th, they'll put you in jail for 25 years. It actually happened. Yeah, things are very screwed up, totally screwed up in this country right now. And you read this piece from Jim Jordan today talking about how they found the evidence that, yes, before the 2020 election, our government was heavily involved in a misinformation campaign, putting out propaganda and blocking conservatives from doing anything, from saying anything on Twitter or anywhere else. So, yes, it's very clear to me that there is a huge bias out there against traditional value Americans on the right and in favor of the whack jobs on the left. They must. And I'm speaking to you folks right now in California where this man was knocked down and, and killed. I'm speaking to authorities in California right now. You find the perpetrators and you bring them to justice and you arrest them for murder. That's cold-blooded No, that's not manslaughter. No, that's not murder in the second degree. That's first-degree premeditated murder for somebody who decided they were going to take a bullhorn and hit this old man on top of the head and kill him and treat them that way. And then you review the tapes and you do fingerprints, if you have to, on the walls outside of the White House to arrest those people as well. Warren Ryman coming up next, KTSA.
4: The Ramsey Reality Check is brought to you by...